I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Minigoji at Sopolis. I have a dream. Arnie, cut. Bartler. Eh, the fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man, you ain't that... Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is that your fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stoke were that good. Right, hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the OnlyFans Football Podcast, episode number 27. Naturally enough, Kieran named the Divock Origi. Um, Kieran, how are you? Good, Adam, good. Um, uh, we're sat here watching Arsenal play Chelsea. Currently winning 1-0 um, at home to Chelsea. And I'm in pain, Adam, um, really, because I've seen two um, magpies, as you call them. Yeah. I <laughs> that's call what, that's them what they are. They're yeah. not crows, Cram. They're not. There's a difference between a crow and a go on, continue your story now. Sorry. And I've seen one of them and it looked me directly in the eyes. I'm like, oh fuck, that's sorrow. Mm. And then I looked above me and I, there was another one and it was joy. So I was hoping that I'd come down here and Chelsea would win a game of football, but oh. it's about to be two 0 now after this handball uh penalty is given. <laughs> um but yeah, other than that I'm fantastic at him. How are you doing on this fine uh, January? I was going to say January. January. It's May. May yeah. evening. You text me, Kieran. I think the banker completely passed you by because you text me on the way down saying, um, I'm currently listening to Blue Monday, um, New Order. And I was like, Kieran, it's Tuesday. And you were like, yeah, but it's Blue Monday every day for me. Um, it is as a Chelsea fan at the minute, I suppose. Um, yes, Kieran, I'm doing well. Um, can't complain, really. I had a good banker. It was it was a very good banker, very enjoyable banker. McGowan's banker, I I, I want to say never fails. I, I think you weren't present in McGowan's on Sunday, which I was disappointed with, Kieran. Uh, yeah, it was a blank holiday for me because I <laughs> I did not do jack shit, which which is always fun. I I enjoy not doing nothing. That's fair enough. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. I yeah. enjoy the sound not of silence. doing anything. Mm. I suppose football wise is busy enough this weekend. Mm. A very good weekend of football, yeah. I, I would hazard. Lots of goals. A lot of goals. A lot of goals. 40 goals in the Premier League, to be precise. 41 if you include this game, I suppose. And if you are listening to us and you're, you're thinking, wow, the lads sound great. First of all, do not get your ears tested. We did get new mice care on, and this is what we're using tonight. Um, how do you pronounce this? It looks like a Swedish word to me. I would say road. Yeah, road, road. as in road, yeah. Yes, Kieran, oh. as I said, a very successful banker in many ways. Um, one of the ways being um, the League of Ireland. Kieran, for Shells this weekend, another good weekend for Shells. Um, a 2-1 win at home to... Um, Cork Geek. Cork on Friday evening, thank you. I was actually doing the game, so I should really remember. <laughs> um, goals from Matty Smith and Jack Moylan. Um, Matty Smith... As I said last week, always gives me my best screams on country. I love the man. What a goal as well. Very similar goal to his goal against Sligo, which me and Shiro know. And then Shiro for the second goal. It was Jack Moylan who scored. And it was a bit of a scruffy finish. Like, I mean, it was still a good goal. Even saying scruffy is a bit harsh because it's it's a good finish. Like, And Shiro just started pissing himself off. I was like, the jammiest goal you're ever going to see um, as Arsenal go 2 0 up here. Um, Odegaard with, with second of the day um, and then Cork fired back um, Joe O'Brien with Marsh and it was a lovely goal Cork could have probably gone some towards the end of the game but Shells really kept him out well um, first half was, was really cagey Cork probably had the better opportunities but Shells again just they're really digging games out even when they're not looking like winning games or picking up points they are and it's another point. It's another three points gained on Cork, and then obviously the draw yesterday. With draw, there was another point gained on them because Cork lost five 0 to Bowes. Um, but a nice segue here, I suppose. 
to UCD one, Bowes one. Jonathan Afalabi with the goal in the 53rd minute for Bowes. Put Bowes in front for the majority of the game. Declan McDade with the assist there. And it was Jake Doyle in the 88th minute who equalised for UCD. In a sold-out crowd in the UCD Bowl. The first time, I believe, a game has ever been sold out in the UCD Bowl. Like a proper full-on sell-out. Wow. Which is good. It's good for the League of Ireland, of course. Good for UCD. Not good for Bowes on the night, whoever. Dropping two points away. UCD shells, obviously, drew out there as well due to the week. So... It is a tough place to go. Um, but yeah, not not ideal from a Bowes point of view, Kieran. Um Dropping points at UCD, you probably wouldn't have expected that going into Friday evening. No, I was actually, uh, I was switching between, uh, League of Ireland TV is great, mm. uh, switching between Adam's commentary and Bowes. And I, I, at one point I switched off <laughs> Bowes. It was 1-0 mm. and I switched it off and uh, I stuck on Adam's commentary. And I heard him talk about the Cranberries. <laughs> I knew and you were going to say this. I switched off Adam's commentary again and switched back on <laughs> uh, Bowes. And it was one all and UCD had scored mm. in the 88 minutes. So, yeah, it was very poor. I think it was poor to slip up um, mm. there at UCD. You need to win there, really. Mm. And then, obviously, they did end up winning 5-0 against Cork yesterday. Um, and this is fucking... Oh, oh my God. <sighs> Sorry if we're, we sound distracted. We're looking at a demolition job here, Kieran. We did say, before we started recording, you said, I'm sick of YouTubers saying Chelsea are going to lose 3-0 tonight and it's currently 3-0 to Arsenal. Um, Jesus with the goal there. I'll take over from here, Kieran. You you can decompress for a minute. Shamrock Rovers 2, Sligo 1. Um, Johnny Kenny, Trevor Clark on the scorchy there for Rovers. Johnny Kenny, of course, an ex-Sligo Rovers man. And it was Greg Bulger on the score sheet in the 69th minute here on for Sligo. And yeah, Johnny Kenny against his old club. Jack Bourne, by the way, man of the match performance from him. He was really good. I think he had a man of the match performance last night as well. The rumours of a move to Charlotte FC in the MLS by Rife last week. Um, man, I love the MLS. I think we were talking about Austin the other day, weren't we? That, that's, that's one of the grounds we want to get to. Um, Dundalk 3, Jordan 2 in the Loud Derby. It was Ryan O'Kane with a goal in the 23rd minute, followed up by Patrick Hoban, Patrick Huben in the 28th minute. Gary Deegan gets sent off then for for Drada in the 54th minute uh, in League of Ireland bingo. Um, of sorts, Dale Rooney with a goal then in the 54th, not soon after the sending off. And Freddie Draper, a bit of a League of Ireland, Erling Haaland at the minute, on loan from, um, I think it's Lincoln at the minute. He's a very, very good player, only 18 years of age. He's an absolute unit. Um, he is going to go back to, I think, Lincoln in the summer as well. So he'll be heading back there. And then it was a John Martin 91st minute winner. Or for Dundalk, excuse me, having been pegged back by Drogheda. Kevin Doherty will feel a bit hard done by because of how his team have been this season. They've been a bit of a surprise package. And um, yeah, great result for them. And then last game on Friday evening, Kieran, we have two sets of fixtures. So we run through them. Derry 2, Pats nil. Ben Doherty and Colin Whedon on the goals. Scoring sheet for them. Pats, not good news for them. As we've seen today, Tim Clancy got the sack, which, to be honest with you, I found a bit surprising, but they did lose 1-0 at home yesterday to Sligo. Max Matter on the score sheet there for them. Cracking season he's having the New Zealand International. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and as Kieran said, Bowles 5, Cork nil. Jordan Flores and McDonald, Ali Q on Scorchy twice and then James McManus with a belter in the last minute. I think that fella's only sitting his leaving cert this year as well, just to make anyone feel old who's listening, I suppose. But uh, yeah, the big news of the day was Tim Clancy, who's departed from from Pats. Um, Tim is a very good manager, Kieran, and I'm not surprised to see him get sacked just based off Pats' form. Like they went on a run of three or four games, scoring goals, winning games at ease, to then go on and lose games to Rovers, Derry, Sligo. So it's I suppose it's not too surprising Pats find themselves seventh in the table on seventeen points, but the league is so tight, like that that middle kind of pack in the league is, is so so tight together. They're probably thinking um we we should be competing for European football then. Mm quite evidently down the bottom half of the table which probably isn't good enough for them 
Yeah, and to be honest with you, I still think they will compete for European football. I, I, I don't see them like I don't see those this being sustained for Pats. Like I, I can see them going on a run of three or four games, winning games, and then the same thing happening. They lose three or four games on the trot. They're just kind of I, I feel one of those sides this season that you, you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, I'm 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 sad to see Clancy go actually to be honest with you, he's a lovely fella. Drada won, Shells won, Freddie Draper and Scorchy again for Drada. And then it was Evan Caffrey with I'm gonna give him my goal of the week right now because it's a free kick from just outside the box and he had the 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 option to I suppose hit it over the wall and onto the near side of the goalie, but he instead went down the throat of Colin McCabe of Drada and hit it into the top corner. It was an absolute belter. It was a really, really good goal, really well taken. And Shells, to be honest with you, weren't at their best yesterday. Um, Jack Moylan had a chance towards the end of the game to win it. And if if Shells had a won, you're kind of going, that's the definition of a smash and grab because they weren't really at the races. I thought Drada done very well given the circumstances, I think. They had five under-19s on the bench yesterday because they have so many outro injury and suspension. I'm happy out with kind of how shells have been going, to be honest with you, Kieran. I think Friday is a big game now. Um, at home to UCD, you, you have to be winning those games, especially for shells, like looking at what shells want to achieve this season, if it is Europe or if it is staying up. Yeah, and obviously in the other end of the table, there's uh, Bowes v Rovers clash, potentially a title stake. Mm. Um, if Bowes can get the upper hand mm. then you could be looking at getting a bit of breeding room between them and Rovers so mm. I do mean? think I do think Rovers man are, are, are turning the, the screw now do you know that mm. the second Dublin Derby season second two. for Bowes they lost the first one in England to Rovers of course <laughs> um, and that brings us on to Shamrock Rovers 2-0 away to Derry City a game which again if Rovers are to be contending, they have to be winning, and they did. It was Jack Bourne and Richie Tell on Scorsi. Richie Tell's goal here, lads, was sensational. Trevor Clark with the cross in, and Tell just unorthodoxly gets the ball in. I, I can't explain what he did. It was just a, a strange volley. Or was it was it header? I think it was a, I think it was a volley. And it just loops over the keeper and goes in. It was a really, really good goal. And, yeah, Jack Bourne, as I said, on Scorsi as well. A really good performance from Jack on the day. And the last game of this doubleheader weekend was Dundalk 2, UC 0. John Martin on the score sheet again. And it was Ryan O'Kane in the 94th minute who made it 2-0 to Dundalk. The league stands at the minute with Bowles on top and 28 points. Rovers second 24. Derry third on 22 points. Dundalk fourth on 19. Sligo fifth on 19. Shell sixth on 18 points. Pats 7th on 17, Drada 8th on 14, Cork 2nd bottom on 9 points, and then UCD bottom of the pile on 6 points. Kieran, the League of Ireland was really good this weekend. It gives me such an output, and I love it. Yeah, especially when there's what, a Friday game and a Monday game, Yeah, and it's a banker. Yeah, it was great, Kieran. It was great. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Great weekend of football. <laughs> 40 goals in the Premier League this weekend. It's now at 43 as Chelsea are losing 3-0 to Arsenal here. <laughs> this is that weekend. actually Cole on the bench? Yeah. Well, is that Mudrick as well? Mm. The camera's facing on. Chelsea, at the minute, losing to Arsenal. As I said, Kieran, what, what are your initial thoughts? Four gets to half-time, I suppose. Um, well, it's 3-0. We're 44 minutes in. And you probably hear how, how sorrowful my uh, mm. town has got. Since we started the podcast, it's uh, it's taken a, a hit on my emotions, and to be honest with you, um, it's it, it's seeping me into a deep depression of a Tuesday evening. How does it feel to treat me like you do, 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 do when you lay? That is, um, we'll move on, Kieran. To the football on Saturday, Crystal Palace four. West Ham 3, it was Socek who got us underway with scoring across into the box from a corner. And it was, I think it was Elise who tried to head it out. And Socek just lashed it in. It was a great finish from him, to be fair. Um, Andre Ayu then, with the equalizer in the 15 minute, it was an Elise pass, redeemed himself. Lovely slip pass, slipped pass into the channel. 
And then it was 2-0. Within five minutes of that equaliser, it was Wilfred Zaha, whether it was a cross in again from Elise, Andre Ayew, or Jordan Ayew, excuse me, flicked it in to Zaha, who put it in to the net. It was a tap-in for him. And then it was 3-0, as I said. So check gets ripped off in the middle of the park. And Jeffrey Schlupp just whips the ball off him and sticks it into the back of the net. It was a lovely finish from him. It looks like Hudson has brought the the feel good factor back mm. to the Palace. The way they're playing. Mm. Like thirteen goals in six games. Yeah. Um since he came in. And I have to say, I think he's done a really good job. Like he's got them over the forty points. Mm. Um Which is what they would have wanted, man, really. It was Antonio who got the second back West Ham in the third fifth minute was across from a corner again. All of Palace's goals were from conceded this week when we're from corners. So check at the front post, flicks it over and Antonio lashes it in. And then then yeah, we'll get on to the Ezzy penalty now in the sixty sixth minute. Gets into the box. You think he dived? A hundred percent. Right. No contact. Mm. None. Who was the referee? Do you know? Was it Taylor? It is Craig Parson. I looked it up there. Yeah. Um, terrible referee. <laughs> a really bad referee. Oh, you could say that about any of the referees, though. Yeah, that's because they're all shite, though. <laughs> for some reason, they all shave their heads as well. It's like a, <laughs> it's an Anthony Taylor disease it's, or something. It's so, they, it's so they blend into one. <laughs> so they all associate with one bald man. The Matrix, is it? The, the Matrix, Neil. Um, yeah, and then, as he said, Eze slots a penalty away, naturally enough. And then there was another corner. <laughs> That West Ham scored from again. So check front post header. I feel like I've said this already. And it was Aguero at the back post. Aguero? <laughs> Aguero! The Moroccan international made a 4 3. Um, I have written here Crystal Palace should have won this game at a counter, but instead ended the game panicking, which I think is a fair statement. Yes, yeah, one of those games you look at the scoreline and it looks competitive. And, and then it, you, it just wasn't. You watch the game and it's like yeah. the Palace should have won easily. Like. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but move on to Brighton 6. <laughs> oh, God. Wolverhampton Wonders. I said that completely wrong. Uh, nil. Yeah. Nil point. You got there in the end. Um, We're both tired. For anyone listening who's like, <laughs> Jesus, that sounds great on the new microphones. But the content is terrible. It's because we're tired. <laughs> I'd say we sound terrible on these as well. <laughs> yeah, the way we're talking. No. The way we're talking, man. In what way? It's the, the lethargic tiredness. <laughs> yeah, well, true. <laughs> Coming out of the mic. Um, and depression from you watching this Chelsea team. Like, yeah, man. The uh, Zerbi actually said this was his best game with Brighton. The 6-0. I think he's been very nice to Wolves there. Every goal Wolves <laughs> conceded was fucking... Terrible defending, like diabolical. Every, every single man, absolutely criminal. Like I mean, <laughs> oh, right, get into the goals here. Come on. Um, it was Pascal Gross who scored two. Um, Undav also came in with two, and who was the other fellow? Danny Welbeck with Danny two. Danny Welbeck well, with two. And those are two, three players um, there who probably wouldn't start in the regular game for Brighton. Would it be correct mm. in saying that? Maybe Gross would the odds. I think Gross, I think Undav comes in, Welbeck comes in as well as a player who hasn't played a lot of games. Yeah. He played, he's played a lot of games in the absence of Ferguson, but in general he wouldn't be one of the stars. But like, some of the goals of this man, like Undav's first goal, I don't know how he gets so much space in the box to tap it in. He gets so much space to tap it in. And obviously, by name, by nature, it's a fucking tap in, it falls to him. Right place, right time, don't get me wrong, good movement, etc. But it's such, an, it's such a bad goal to concede. If we look at the second Pascal Gross goal, by the way, lovely finish. Touch outside the box. Wabam. Wabosh. Volley. Wabosh, I like it. Volley into the top corner. But again, man, there's not one Wolves player closing down. There's not one Wolves defender near him. He has all the time and space to hit it. When you get space like that, you're going to, at least, if you don't, as a professional footballer, if you don't get out on target... I think the problem with Wolves is they just kept trying to pass the ball out from the back. Mm. Like, it comes to a stage where you're 2 or 3 nil down. It's negligence, man, as well. It's not working, you know. It's, mm. You're just passing it and they keep pressing and keep winning it back. It's time to just clear long, uh, cut the losses, you know. Mm. Um, and they just never did that. Like, even that, I think it's the fifth goal. 
um, Nathan Collins comes on <laughs> and, and he's on about three minutes and he mm. just passes it straight to the Brighton player Welbeck and Welbeck well just slots it in and then you have Undav's chip lovely finish by Undav but what the fuck are the Wolves defenders doing what's, Ho- what's Jose Sad doing a goal like he's he's chipped from inside his own box like Brentford two Nottingham Forest one Adam mm. it was uh, Danilo Tony and Josh De Silva with the goals mm. we saw all side for the second Brentford goal mm. um, which was a late equaliser controversial mm. uh, late winner for Brentford mm. what do you think I think it was the Karen Ava show wow I think I have a, I have notes written down here about him. So he makes a he makes a save from Ivan Tony in the first half. Right? <laughs> he lost two one. No, but, but, yeah. <laughs> hear me out. Like there's so many players this weekend who've had shit and good weekends all at once. Like right. Sochek in the Palace on that time game had an unreal game, two assists, a goal, and then gives away a goal to make it three one at the time. So essentially loses West Ham the game. This game with Brentford and Forest, right? In the first half. It was just. It was just after. It was just before Forrest get the goal before half time. Ivan Tony has a shot inside the box, and I was sitting there looking at it going one nil Brentford. Time and space. It's one nil. Navas gets down and makes a save within an inch of his life. Cracking save. Does the same in the second half from Onyeka. It was a deflection, and again looked for every single day of the week that it was going in. Make gets his hand out, stops it. 1-0 to Forrest at the time. 82nd minute comes around. And Forrest, I think their Achilles heel, heel is the fact that they can't defend set pieces. And free kicks being a big one. Like, you've seen the free kick against Liverpool with J- where Jota scores. Mm. 10 years of time on the ball before he gets shot off. Same thing happened here. That's Alicia Keys playing in the background, by the way. I don't know if people can hear that. I, mean, I think they can. <laughs> copyright. This girl's on fire. <laughs> As if there wasn't it's more a, copyright already. <laughs> it's a great channel, to be fair. And so even Tony steps up to take this free kick. Curls it around the wall. <laughs> and Kyle Navas bundles it into his own net. And first of all, I'm like, well, firstly, you didn't set the wall up right. Because if he did, there's no chance he's getting that around the wall. Secondly... What the fuck are you doing? How is that going in at the near post? Josh De Silva gets on, turns in on his left foot, and again, Navas beating on his near post. I was so upset for him because the way Sky Sports put the video package together, the highlights, it was the same match today. It was like fucking hell. If you hadn't seen the game or if you hadn't seen the results and you're looking at those highlights, you're going, Forrest are after winning here. Massive win away at Brentford. A side who have been great form for the majority of the season. And you can put it down to Kyler and Abbas. And then when you watch the whole highlights package, it turns out the reason why they didn't win was Kyler and Abbas, essentially. We move on to the Sunday game, Adam. That's a great tune. It's a hot, it's an unbelievable tune. <laughs> it's back as well. It's back. It is. Um, we'll, <laughs> we'll start with Man United. You know, Aston Villa nil. A big game, I would say, in the top four race. If you're looking at Villa as top four contenders. And you know you get the win. It's uh, Bruno Fernandes who gets the golasso. Bruno Fernandes. It was the furthest thing from a glasso as well, by the way. Mm. Terrible goal to concede. <laughs> I feel like I've been negative on this podcast so far, but it's a shocking. Emmy Martinez, World Cup winner. Since he's come back from the World Cup, what's he been at like? I mean, it's hard. It's hard from an achievement that big to go back to, um, you know, Earth, so to speak, Aston Villa. You know. Yeah, it, but anything you win of that magnitude, like even Messi with uh, PSG. PSG struggling, just been suspended by PSG by the way. I don't know if you've seen that. No, I didn't know. For an unsolicited trip to UAE, I don't know when he went. It must have been recent enough. <laughs> Another advertisement for Messi. <laughs> money bags, Messi. Um, Here comes the money. But I suppose there's nothing really to write home about there. One uh, 0 win for United. Um, Would you think Rashford was offside? Uh, I believe so. 
you, you trust VAR in scenarios like that. You, you don't. Think. You can't trust VAR. <laughs> uh, we move on to Fulham 1, Man City, Dose 2, mm. Haaland, who equals the all-time record, 34 goals. What a player, man. In um, the Premier League, Adam, mm. or the English League, or whatever you would like to call it. <laughs> um and then Pep Guardiola comes out afterwards and starts talking about the World War Two or something like that. I yeah, don't know nice. What's going yeah. On. Or Winston Churchill. That the was art it. of deflection by Pep Guardiola. Yeah, very strange. But mm, um, he's an odd man. <laughs> he's a fascinating man, I must say. But terrible man. Did you see the did you see the penalty? How they won the penalty? Alvarez wasn't it? Alvarez being taken out by Tim Ream. It was like an American football <laughs> NFL style tackle. I was like, what sack are you him, sack like, him. Yeah, he sacked him literally. I was like, what are you doing, Tim? Um, Timothy. But I think, I think, so Fulham get back into the game. Vinicius with a lovely finish. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry Wilson with the knockdown to Vinicius. And then Tim Ream goes off injured, injured in like the five minutes after the goal. And I felt that was where they lost the game because after they conceded the early goal, they kind of like went, right, relax. And Fulham have been great this season, man. I had Fulham to go down at the start of the season. Like, you know what I mean? They've so did I, I think. Yeah. They've been amazing, man. Um, and I think the thing that's been most impressive about them is they've just kept their kill in these situations. Like Liverpool at the start of the season. That, that's just one example. I think they, they beat Chelsea at home, didn't they, in Craven Cottage? Like, they've picked up big results this season, is what I'm saying. I think when Tim Ream went off, they kind of lost their head a bit. And Pep Guardiola. The American uh, dream. The American dream, Tim Ream. Hmm. Pep Guardiola, a notable um, admirer of Tim Ream as well, by the way. He loves Tim Ream. <laughs> Where are you pulling this from? Man, he loves Tim. Have you never heard these, these quotes now? No. I, I swear I, I don't believe you. He loves Tim Ream. He said, he said about, I, I'm, do you know what, I'm going to find him and we're going to clip it in. I don't give a fuck. He said about Tim Ream that if he was 20 years younger, or not 20 years, I suppose 10 years younger, he'd sign him. That that's what he got on shoot. That's what he said about Tim Ream. Right. That's why I love Tim. Oh, I believe you. Um, it was an Alvarez winner, Kieran, as well. What a goal! Great goal! Great goal! I loved how he looped it over the top of the post, back in. You don't see many goals like that anymore. Mm. Fantastic, Alvarez, great player. I think uh, I heard a stat. It's like he's only started eight games and he has eight goals or something. So incredible! I thought he was very underrated at the World Cup as well. Yeah, wasn't he? I mean, he carried him with Messi. I think. Yeah, he did. To be fair. Um, him and Enzo mm. um, and look what happened to Enzo <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor poor Enzo we move on Carol, to Newcastle Geordie Shore Geordie Shore Newcastle 3 so it happened to 1 Callum Wilson at the double Stuart Armstrong on the score sheet for Southampton all the goals coming Kieran down the one end in this game which I always find to be very unique um, Stuart Armstrong as I said again the goal <laughs> in the 44th minute was your friend Alcatraz with the ball through to Suleimana Alcatraz um, he's a good player isn't he mm. and Suleimana with a lovely cross and Stuart Armstrong just in the right place the right time to tap home to make a 1-0 Southampton and I suppose at that point Southampton were probably thinking could be on for a win here mm. yeah and then it's uh, Callum Wilson who comes off the bench Adam a Walcott OG as well mixed yeah. in so strange. <laughs> it was a Botman. Did you see Botman's header man for that? It was actually a decent header, and I think Walcott just completely slices it and just goes in. <laughs> um, but it's Callum Wilson. I think made made a difference off the bench. Yeah. Um, we talked about Isaac as well. Mm. Um, I his, really like Isaac. His performance midweek mm. was excellent as well. Yeah. But I think Wilson is definitely contender for God of the Week for me. Yeah. Uh, two goals in. The game against Everton and two goals again against Southampton. Mm. Obviously, this is relegation fodder he's scoring against. But at the same time, nonetheless, you have, you have to play who you're against. You have to respect him. Fifteen goals altogether this season. I mm. think it's pretty good. Someone who doesn't really start many games. The uh, the first goal for Wilson was a really good play by Isaac. I really like Isaac so much. Um, he seems very selfless. Yeah, but you see mm. his run man against Everton. Yeah, like he does so well. Um, and it was a similar kind of run here where he just gets around a few defenders pulls them in passes it to Wilson who taps it in to make it it would have been one all at the time and then Wilson in the 81st minute rounds McCarthy and puts it in it was a really rounded performance from Newcastle I thought for a team who were 1-0 down fighting for Europe um, 
It was, it was a good win in the end. Will we look at Bournemouth 4, Leeds 1? Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Um, Bournemouth 4, Leeds 1. This is, <laughs> this is a, a tribute to Ian Fallon and Jesse Marsh and Javi Glatzia. I suppose before we get into the game, Kieran, we do have another edition of... Wait, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. This week on the chopping block is Javi Grazia. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. It's not that surprising, I don't think. No, I mean, I I think it's crazy, though. Like, we introduced this segment about six weeks ago. And every single week, a manager has been sacked. I think maybe barring one week. It shows the state of the game. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, and how many high stakes there is. Like, you have three, four managers getting sacked a season. Mm. It's crazy. Man, I think there's been like 17 seconds in the Premier League this season. Two from Leeds, two from Chelsea, two from Spurs. Um, Sacking culture is mad, man. man. It's, it's, it's shocking, isn't it's it? It's creeping into the GAA as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know it is a Sunday game, but we're actually going to talk to the game. <laughs> but like, um, it's a serious problem. No, it is, it is. But it's, it's 15 goals conceded in three matches <laughs> for Leeds. Um, it's, they're actually so bad, aren't they? It, it's, I think it's shocking. I, I think, yeah, the, the fact he's conceded so many goals is the reason he's getting sacked. Mm. You know, um, you can't be conceding five to the likes of Palace at home. Mm. That is horrendous. A Palace team who weren't scoring goals. Yeah. Previously, you know. Um, Grazia, I don't think he'd be missed by Leeds fans, unfortunately for him. Um, I don't think we really got a fair run at Nottingham, Kieran, but Well, he, he's kind of failed in every job he was in. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> Gracias. Here's to the Queen for playing us in there. Bournemouth 4 leads 1, as we said. Jefferson Lerma on the score sheet twice. Dominic Solanke on the score sheet. Semenyo on the score sheet in the 94th minute. And obviously Bamford, which is probably the goal of the game from Bamford, to be fair. But we look at Lerma's goal, Kieran, in the 20th minute. Cross into him and no pressure on the ball. Has all the time and space in the world to hit it in. He does. It's a lovely finish in the top corner. And then the second goal, Meslier, like, it's so poor, it comes from a corner and Meslier comes to punch it, gets nowhere near it, <laughs> and then Lerber just fucking lashes the thing <laughs> in to make it 2-0. Um, we were saying before the start, Adam, I think he's at fault for a lot of Leeds' goals. I, I would look at rectifying the goalkeeper position next season. Man, if Leeds go down, I, I, and I, look, you don't want to single players out, but if Leeds go down... You'd be looking at him. Yeah, you really would like. Question his decision making, his his lack of awareness, I suppose, at times. Like he's such a he's such a bad goalkeeper, like. I, I don't rate him at all. Yeah, I think it's the it's the really basic goalkeeping errors as well. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you need to be winning the aerial duels in the box. Mm. You know, it's it's the the basics of goalkeeping he's getting wrong. Fair enough if if he's not saving shots. Yeah, if he's being beaten by like screamers week in week out, you're gone. Like nothing you can do there. Yeah, but exactly. He's 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 at fault. He's like he's he's on worse than me essentially. Mm. You know, um, Patrick Bamford gets leads back into the game to make it two one. A Willie Nanto cross, a sensational cross from Willie um, Nanto. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> It was just—it was a good header. Like it was a great call from Leeds. Like, oh, I don't know what you're what you're getting at here, girl. <laughs> Neither nor do I. What you're getting at? Gets to the second half then, and Dominic Slanky gets in the box. A tidy finish from Dominic. He's having a really good season actually for for Bournemouth and Semenya or Semenyo with the goal in the ninety fourth minute then for Bournemouth to to seal the deal. Um, Meslier really poor again. Um, control alt. What's what's a control alt V V control alt yeah control alt C, C con- yeah um, <laughs> got co- there copy and paste yeah got there in the end immediate shoot the um yeah and just Mesley so poor well, he's definitely do you know what <laughs> I'm, we're not gonna go into it yet but spoiler alert he's he's my cut of the weekend anyways 
I mean, there's another contender coming up in this game that we're about to talk about, Adam. Well, who, who was it? <laughs> Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool 4, Kieran. Tottenham Hotspur 3. The most Spursy game of Spurs, Spurs, Spurs ever. Liverpool training up within 15 minutes. Everyone's gone. This is so Spursy. Spurs are losing 3 0 in 15 minutes. Um, the goals themselves, terrible defending. Like, I mean, three minutes into the game, Pedro Porro, like a lost chicken. No idea what he's doing. Trent Alexander Arnold with a lovely ball to the back post. Curtis Jones slots it away. Not a whole lot of force or could do in fairness. Luis Diaz then on the score sheet. This was actually a really good goal. Gakbo gets onto the byline, a lovely cross in. Diaz on kind of a half volley, I want to say, into the top of the net. Forster could get nowhere near it. It mounts so much to him. You could see in his face when the goal went in. He's had a long injury layoff. And look, I'm not going to sit here and say if, if Diaz was fit, Liverpool wouldn't be where they are. But I think they'd have had a, a, lot, of a, health, a lot healthier of a season, um, to say the least. Mo Salah then slots a penalty away. Um, close to missing. Close to missing again. It would have mm. been a third penalty missed um, in recent weeks. You know, Bournemouth and Arsenal come to mind with those penalties. They were really poor. Um, but this was a completely different one, just hits it into the roof of the net. But Christian Romero, man, I'm like, what's Romero doing? Man, he's an awful. I think he's an awful. He's, I think he's. I think he's dreadful. Like I really do. Yeah, he reminds me of like Marcus Rojo <laughs> for United. Yeah, good show. <laughs> he's good just show. Terrifyingly mm. bad. Like, like he just he's a head loss. <laughs> like he just does things that you go. There's no need to do that. Yeah, there's absolutely no need to do that. Spurs started creeping back into the game. Then at one point, um, Harry Kane. Um, had a chance that was saved by Alisson I want to say Son gets in blocked by Van Dijk it was a nice block by Virgil and then Kulisevsky just after Harry Kane scores the Spurs goal itself comes from ball over the top into the right hand channel Perisic absolutely sends Van Dijk to the shadow realm um, <laughs> I, want, I want to give Virgil the benefit of the doubt and say he slipped there which he probably did nah, but man, it he looks was, he was turned it looks like he was torn. To me, he the, slipped. The ballerina Virgil. <laughs> and then <laughs> Harry Kane just has a, a another easy tap-in to put away. Spurs came out in the second half, then Kieran, really full of steam, really full of energy. Um, Romero hits the, the post. Son hits the post. Some of the defending from Kanata in particular, which is very uncharacteristic, was really, really poor. And then hung in Son. The goal, good goal. Um, over the top from Romero. Who had a big part to play in this game when you think about it, really? <laughs> yeah, Son gets in through Canada's channel, slots it away. Lovely finish. And then it was the 93rd minute here on Richarlison with the goal. Um, Milner absolutely clatters into, <laughs> I think it was Perisic or Hoybier or one of them. Like he take, he, I, was, I was looking at it going, there's no need to do that there. No mm. need to do that. And he just batters him. Liverpool haven't been known for defending set piece as well this season and it was Richarlison it was such a dreadful goal man you can see I was I was angry because it was Richarlison but I was even angrier because it was a shit goal you can see it yeah Richarlison's first goal in I want to say like 24 appearances this season in the Premier League and Liverpool bottled it or did they yeah yeah Liverpool did a sport <laughs> which was really funny um, everyone online was going oh my god Liverpool have bottled it Liverpool have done what sports would do but Spurs had the final say, Kieran. <laughs> Ball's played back as far as Allison. Allison hoofs it long, and then Lucas Moore, like it was to be to be honest with you, it was a good assist. Like I mean, up the other end, you're going. I can't believe pass. it, man. I can't. I I couldn't believe it, man. I I honestly got. I couldn't believe what happened. I couldn't believe my eyes. Like falls to the feet of Diogo Jota, who gets it in on his left foot, lashes a past four stern goal. There's nothing he could do about. Beautifully placed, I thought. It was a great finish. It was a lovely finish. Not much that Forster could do. That was it, man. That was that was kind of like the game. The game was mad. Klopp pulled his hamstring as well. Klopp pulled his hamstring in retort to the fourth official. There was a few talking points carry on in the game. The, uh, the reason why Klopp, uh, I suppose this is what we'll get on to now, the reason why Klopp was running at um, the fourth official was because Luis Diaz got tackled at one point by Oliver Skip. If you're looking at it in real time, you're going, look, it skips going for the ball. But when you slow it down, it looks uh, the same as anything slowed down. It looks malicious. Um, the referee didn't even give a free kick, Paul Tierney. He's had run-ins with Liverpool before. 
I suppose the big talking point in the game, Kieran, was Jota staying on the pitch. Um, Oliver Skip goes for the ball. Jota gets the ball and is followed through. Kicks Oliver Skip in the head. Give him a give him a gash as well. I think sweet chin music. Adam. Yeah, shout out to Sean Michaels, um, the heartbreak <laughs> kid. Um, yeah, it wasn't a great it wasn't a great tackle from from Jota. <laughs> tackle. Yeah, it, it oh, I don't know. I think it was a kick. Well, it wasn't um, a great challenge. Let's just put it yeah. that way. Um, <laughs> from Jota, his head goes uh, parallel to the air. Like I don't know. I couldn't do that with my hamstring now. For us. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he got up that high. Well, um, I, I think I think we said it early on in the podcast earlier in the season. It was Haaland who did it against Palace, mm. and the referee didn't even give a free kick. I suppose we we look for consistencies from the ref, from the referees, and that I suppose referees being consistent there. I think it's a red card. For what's worth, I do think it's a red card. I think both of those are red cards now. To be fair, mm. but yeah, I just thought it was a red card, and I'm simple as that. Mm. Um, and I think the Oliver Skip one. It's probably a red card as well, but mm. balance itself out, doesn't it? <laughs> if the world was full of red cards, we'd all be sent off at them. I suppose <laughs> this is the way we put that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, refs are bad. That's the full stop. I things. think. I think the laws of um, averages balanced out there. Skip should have been sent off. Diaz should have been sent off, or not Diaz. Jota should have been sent off. But if Skip is sent off, then Jota's challenge doesn't happen, Kieran. Yeah, and so he kicks it, the air. Exactly, it's a world of hypotheticals <laughs> that we live in. But Liverpool 4, Sports 3, game of the weekend. Jesus, it's an awful complicated podcast we're making. <laughs> um, yeah, it was probably. Leicester 2, everything 2. Um, Atletico Madrid bound, Soyuncu on the score sheet for Leicester. Have you heard about that? Yeah, Kagler. Yeah, yeah. I was very surprised by it to be Kagler. honest with you man <laughs> do you know him well <laughs> yeah we do actually yeah. <laughs> his name was Calgar as cups, well, cups of tea with Kagler <laughs> but um, no I was very surprised at that man I just it's one of those Fabrizio tweets you just see and he's photoshopped yeah. into a terrible uh, <laughs> image yeah, yeah. of him wearing an Atletico completely distorted Dominic Calvert-Lewin then gets bundled over in the box for Everton wins a penalty slots a penalty away as well Jamie Vardy having a party um, made it 2-1 in the third minute. Yeah, well, we with the goal in the 54th minute then as well. Yeah, uh, um, the go. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I suppose. Mm. Um, Iverson on the day was very good, Carol. Yeah. He's a, See his save from Ducori. Crazy. Mm. And I think he made one great leg save as well. Kieran, your God of the Week. My God of the Week, I'm going to give it to... Um, fucking hell, Callum Wilson. Right, okay. Uh, four goals, two games in the week, I think he was good. I'm going to give mine to Luis Diaz, making his return to the Liverpool side. Um, it's a lovely finish, and I do think he makes a difference. I think his movement, his pace, adds a lot to Liverpool, and I, I, I think we've missed him big time. And when the goal went in, you could see how much it meant him, and I, I think at the end of the day, Kieran, we're all humans, we're all human beings, and he's, oh, after, yeah, he's after having a long time out. Do you know what I mean? And this clearly means a lot to him, a big move to Liverpool. He's had his first full season essentially ruled out Comes back, gets Scully and Spurs. Liverpool win the game in the end. Um, Goal of the week? Uh, Pascal Gross. <laughs> yeah. You're the I, same. I really enjoy it. If I'm going to go with Premier League goal, I'll go Pascal Gross. But I'm going to give it to Caffrey for Shell. It's Evan Caffrey. Right. Um, which is a great fucking goal. Yeah. That, that's it, really. This fella Ronaldo is a cod. And our cod of the week this week is... Elan Meslier. Just for being so poor. I think it's about so, time. So poor, man. Yeah. Long overdue, Adam. Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't been cod of the week. Yeah. I, I remember when we started this premise of cod of the week. Cod, so a fresh cod, so to speak. And literally a fresh cod. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a bad goalkeeper, Carol. Yeah, shocking. But He's a Hugo Lloris, isn't he? Really, except really, really bad. The French. The Fr- <laughs> La France. Our cards of the week this week. The <laughs> French. <laughs> right. right, Cran, we're back now with Around the World in 60 Seconds. I have Daft Punk queued up, Kieran. Away you go. Syria, where we're off to next week, Adam. Milan. 
Roma draw with AC Milan, Juve draw, Atalanta win as the top four race heats up in Italy. Napoli are held to a 1-1 draw with Guilhermo Ochoa's Salnierita as they are denied the Serie A this week. Um, Germany, Dortmund drop points at Bukem. Bayern Munich beat Hertha Berlin and go a point ahead in the race for the Bundesliga. In Lyon, PSG 1, Lorient 3, Marseille 2, Auxerre 1 as the title race heats up in France, believe it or not. And in the cup, Nantes take a whopping 5-1 loss to Toulouse. Bad day. A bad day at the office. A fat L for the nonce boys. USA. Mm. USA. McConaughey's Austin FC lose 2-0 to the Galaxy. As heavier Hernandez and Ricky Puig, Adam, of Barcelona, mm. formerly of Barcelona, score for great, the Galaxy. Great little player at What the hell happened to mm. Ricky Puig? Hey, you went to LA Galaxy for the <laughs> And he's having the time of his life. Yeah, yeah. And a quick on Enter around the run six seconds. Um, as we go past 60 seconds Celtic won Rangers now in the Scottish Cup semi-final the last segment of the show <laughs> I'm just looking at some of the questions here we have a lot of questions for get out this week um, starting off Kieran, with David Dunwoody Woodsar who says how hungry do you have to be for your stomach to eat your back Kieran? <laughs> how hungry do you have to be that's an interesting question there. It is, isn't it? From Woodsor. For, for, cha- for a change. <laughs> stomach to eat your back. Mm. I suppose very hungry, Woody. I'd say I'd give it three or four days. Three or four, <laughs> <laughs> three or four days. Um, I think the body can survive without food for a, maybe a week. Not our bodies, Adam. What do you mean, not our bodies? I'm a hungry boy. I'm sure I'm, you're a hungry, a hungry boy as well. <laughs> oh, what, are you making assumptions about me now, <laughs> I mean, come I'm on. I'm a very man. hungry boy. I'm a very hungry boy. <laughs> we wouldn't survive um, a week. That's a handball ref. I, I wouldn't survive a week now. I'm just saying in general, the body, the bodily function can survive on water, is what I mean. Okay. For a week. But you, the stomach would eat your back. Eventually, yes. Yeah. Um... Cam says, will Keith Long, formerly of Bohemians, of course, do the job against Galway United on Friday evening in the Artricity League Force Division, Kieran? He's now the manager of Warford, is Keith Long, took bows to Cup Final and European football. Um, he's actually a really good manager. He's a sound fella as well, actually. I served Keith Long in Trey Reina before with a, a fella I know from Shells. Lovely fella, like really nice fella. Um, I'm friends with him on LinkedIn as well. So I, I, I'm going to say yes, Warford will do the job on, on Galway the weekend. I don't think there's any reason why they can't get a win on Friday against Galway. So yeah, I'm going to get. I'm going to say that Keith Long's Warford beats Galway. I'm going to say Galway to beat Warford. Just yeah. to be contrary. Just to be contrary, of course. Yeah. Craig says, best WWE belt has to be Spinny John Cena one from what? Kieran, have you got a favourite belt? That's a great show, the spinny John Cena. Yeah. Well, I, I like the Intercontinental belt. Yeah, yeah, that's, so do I. That's one of my favourites. I think the best one is the World Heavyweight Championship. Right. It just looks, it looks nice like. Basic. Yeah, but it's, it's nice though. Um, Craig also says, if you could watch one movie for the first time ever, what would it be? Interstellar. Interstellar. My favourite ever. You see, I'm a fan of Tarantino's films, so I'm like... I can't sit here and go, oh, Pulp Fiction. Have you heard of Pulp Fiction? <laughs> um, Once Upon a Time is a very good film. From Dusk Till Dawn, shout out to Inesh on the plane from Lisbon. Do you remember that film? <laughs> That's a throwback. Yeah, it is a throwback. She told me to watch From Dusk Till Dawn and it was the first time I watched it and it was fucking amazing. Sam Hayek's in it, I think. Really? Yeah, really good film. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna, I, like, I, I've watched the film recently from for the first time and it was just, From Dusk Till Dawn. It's a bit of a... Uh, a tongue twister there, Adam. Yeah, it was, it was a good film, yeah. is, the overall, is the overall point I'm making. Ben Casey, shout out to Ben Casey's sister as always, says, is Dimitar Berbatov underrated or fairly rated? I'd say fairly oh. rated. In what sense? I think people know him as a cult hero, and I think that's what he is. Yeah, but I think he was more than a cult hero. He was better than that. Yeah, I think he was a cracking player, man. Very technically gifted, I'll give you that, but I don't think good he was consistent score. enough. Yeah, 
he's a bit very laid back, which I I enjoy my footballers to be laid back. <laughs> yeah. that, that sounds really off. <laughs> <laughs> like I like his nonchalant style. Oh, his nonchalant style. Yeah, I get it. You know, Dave says is Arsenal biggest bottle job ever. Um, I'm going to say no. No, not quite. No, I don't think they've completely bottled it. I think they've just been out outclassed by City. Ah, it is a bottle job. It is. Mm. If it was another Premier League season and City weren't in the league, they would have won the league. That, that's a lot of ifs, Kieran. I know, but it's the fact that City are so good, in my opinion, mm. that they've bottled the league. Um, I think Barcelona bottling a 3 0 lead in the Champions League semi final against Liverpool without <laughs> Mo Salah and Bobby Firmino at the time is a very big bottle job. Jack Ryan says, thoughts on Diogo, Jot- Diogo Jota's yellow card um, for, I suppose, the interest of bias. I'm going to say, yeah, it was rightly so yellow card. Gary Vav says, thoughts on the All-Ireland Football Championship draw. Kieran, take it away. The All-Ireland Football Championship draw, I haven't seen it yet. Pull it up, Jamie. Mm-hmm. So we have the All-Ireland Senior Football Championship draw, the Munster winner, the Leinster runner-up, and Mayo are, and Cork are in Group 1. Mm-hmm. Um, so Munster winner will probably be Kerry and... Leinster runner-up will probably be, I don't know, uh, I'm actually not <laughs> sure. Um, group 2, Connacht winner, Ulster runner-up, Tyrone and Westmead. Leinster winner in Group 3 with Connacht runner-up, Ross Common and Kildare. And Ulster winner, Munster runner-up and Monning. So the draw hasn't been made yet. If the if it was a real draw, then you'd know who was actually in it. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not predicting that. Gary also says, how many pairs of socks are you bringing to blank? <laughs> Seven. Seven pairs of socks for Kieran. He says, favourite pasta dish. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm a big fan of carbonara. Carbonara? Carbonara, oh yeah, baby. Basic. Basic in what sense? Uh, I love a bolognese. Yeah, that's even more basic, you or... fucking spoofer. <laughs> I love a a nice Parmesan uh, pasta dish. It's lovely as well. Yeah. Lasagna is lovely. Yeah, all these are basic, man. Carbonara <laughs> on top. Gary Vav says, favourite Italian beer. Um, I'm going to say Peroni because it's actually Italian. I'm also going to say Peroni because I love Peroni as well. You were going to say Moretti there, Kieran. Uh, Moretti's not as nice. Um, Gary Vav says, what do you think... Big Sam orders in a chipper, <laughs> Chinese and Indian. Um, we'll start off with Chipper Kiran. I'd say he's a smoked cod boy um, uh, with a spice burger and a tub of curry sauce. <laughs> that's very, very, uh, very, very specific. That's that's the idea of the question. The chipper, I reckon he's a mushy peas kind of gal. Uh, he probably goes oh, just, just mushy peas. <laughs> I reckon he goes for a few mushy peas, <laughs> a battered sausage, and a chip, and That's maybe all. maybe a fresh cod as well. Uh, yeah, throw well, a that, fresh cod in yeah. the mix, and maybe you'd go for a bit of a kebab as well <laughs> along with that. Oh, kebab and a pizza <laughs> to wash it down. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Um, Chinese order. Chinese. Oh, I'd say he has two head special curries, <laughs> um, a spice bag. Uh, two chips, six chicken balls, uh, nine onion rings, um, three three uh, spring rolls, three vegetable spring rolls. I think I'm being ridiculous here. <laughs> I was going to go with a... I would say he's a chicken chow mein kind of guy. <laughs> Four of them, is it? <laughs> no, just one. Right. I'd say he gets a side of egg fried rice. Yeah. I'd say he gets himself a curry sauce, naturally enough, um, a sweet and sour sauce, a few... So um, he's a saucy boy. I, yeah, I, I get the vibe that Big Sam likes his sauce. I'd say he gets salt and pepper chips, or salt and chilli chips, you know what I mean? The nice chips. And I'd say a few chicken balls as well. I'd say that's Big Sam's order from Chinese. Interesting. Indian food, Kiran. I'd say he's a chicken korma guy. With naan bread and pilau rice. I'm going to go for a chicken tikka masala. Actually, three of them. And uh, <laughs> I, I'd say he gets uh, all three rices. He get, probably gets a bit of pilau and he probably gets a bit of basmati. Mm-hmm. And maybe a bit of brown rice. 
yeah. and uh, he might go for three or four nans. I, t- I think you're disrespecting him too much. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, was... <laughs> Sorry, it's in my nature. <laughs> um, Connor Flynn says, should Liverpool splash on Bellingham or get a few quality players? It's an interesting one because the owners of Liverpool FSG don't want to spend a lot of money. Myself, personally, as much as I'd love Bellingham, and I would love Jude Bellingham at Liverpool, I would rather a few players, because I think you need to fill in a few gaps. I don't think Bellingham's going to fix all our problems. Yeah, I, I I think there's always room in the market to go for three or four quality players as opposed to one world-class. I think that's always the way to go. Mm. Like, you look at Chelsea's, even Chelsea's recruitment over the last few years has been horrific, because it's mm. just gone for the creme de la creme. Mm. You should be going for the hidden gems at the end of the day. Oh, you should be going player for players that fit the system. Exactly. That'd be that'd be my thinking behind it. Um shout out to Owen who says question for Kieran and Adzi the Baddy. Thanks Kir- uh, thanks Owen. What player would win a massive game of heads and volleys? Oh, will we, we create a pool of players here, Kieran? Because to play heads and volleys <laughs> you need more than one person. Right, a pool of players. So we pick three each. I'm gonna go for uh James Ward Prowse one. Right. Um I reckon he has a cracking uh volley on him. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for Hakim Ziyech for his left foot. Okay. <laughs> we'll go for the man himself, Pascal Gross. I'm gonna go with um Quivin Keller because you need a player who can play in goal and outfield and as we know Keller can score goals as notice- noticeable. From his goal in the league, you're such a shit, Chelsea. aren't you? You're such a um, shit. You're such a shit, Adam. I'm gonna say. So see, we, you want you want physical presence, don't you? Really, someone right. who can do a bit of everything. Um, so I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, Eze of Crystal Palace, right? And I'm going to go with um, Thiago Silva. I think Thiago Silva could play and go. And I think heads and volleys. Yeah, I think you're talking about a player who has a good touch, good pass the ball, can score a goal, be there till the death. I think out of the pool of players we've said, so I've said um, Thiago Silva, Keller, and Eze. I think Thiago Silva wins this this pool of heads and volleys that we've created. I think Ward Prowse wins. Um, Owen also says no bounce last goal. <laughs> goal has to be a header. Any player past or present to score. It's such a specific um, type of goal, isn't it? Um, a, bullet, a bullet header. Yeah, Jerusalem's a show. Drogba. Drogba. Martin Skirtle, Slovakian <laughs> international. Liverpool. I love Martin Skirtle, man. Like, I'm being serious with you. Right? If you ask me to pick a Liverpool 11 of all time of players that I love, Martin Skirtle's in that team. That's how much I love Martin Skirtle. He scored 11 goals in one season for Liverpool. Mm. 13-14. I think nine of those goals were headed goals. I'm going Martin Skirtle. He's a bit of a header himself though. Mm. But you love players like that. Mm. Ian says, what's Sam Allardyce's death row meal? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... Uh, we said nine chicken balls before. I'd say about ninety-nine chicken balls. Jesus, well, don't disrespect <laughs> uh, the man cur- that much. Six tubs of curry sauce. This is shocking. Um, we'll mix a bit. I Indian don't condone any of this, by the way. Huh? Uh, a, a chicken tikka masala, mm. um, bit of pita rice, brown rice, uh, naan bread, uh, basmati rice. Um, You're just naming food here, Colin. <laughs> right, go on. Beauty. <laughs> I think I'm going to give him a bit of class. I'd say. Big Sam would start with garlic mushrooms for starters. I'd have him down as, as a man who likes garlic mushrooms. Niche enough choice, that. Mm. Yeah. I'd say I'd say Big Sam loves a Sunday roast. Right. Ham, turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, carrots, gravy. Lots of gravy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd say he likes a meringue. A strawberry meringue. A strawberry meringue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a lemon meringue. A no, strawberry. no, a strawberry meringue. Right. Um, and I'd say that'd be Big Sam's... Death Row Meal with a pint of wine. I'd say a pint of ale, man. Ale? <laughs> yeah. Or three pints or four. <laughs> um, Ian also says, <laughs> rank these players, Andrea Perlo, um, Andrea Siniesta, Frank Lampard, 
And Stephen Ireland. <laughs> so obviously it's Stephen Ireland on top. Yeah. Um, then it goes Lampard, Pirlo and Andreas Iniesta. Um, I think if you're Stephen Ireland, he's probably putting himself one to four. Stephen Ireland, of course, this week was doing interviews with people saying he never had a problem with playing Chelsea and Liverpool and because he never had a problem with Stephen Gerrard and Frank Lampard. Um of the nine occasions that Stephen Ireland played, or not nine, it's I think it's thirteen. Yeah, of the thirteen occasions that Stephen Ireland played, Stephen Gerrard and Liverpool, he lost seven and drew six. So Stephen Ireland fancies. It, it, do you know what? If I fancied myself as much as Stephen Ireland, <laughs> I'd be a very happy man. Um, truthfully, Iniesta, Pirlo, Lampard, Stephen Ireland, but for this specific case, Stephen Ireland, Iniesta. Pirlo Lampard. Dave says, genuine AC Milan match predictions. We are going to Milan here on the weekend. Um, Milan Lazio. Milan Lazio. So AC Milan Lazio are predicting. Mm. Mm. Um, I fancy a two-all draw. Mm. I'm going to go for two e-mobile jobs. Or goals, <laughs> sorry. Jobs. Goals. Right. Um, I'm going to go for a Tamori header and I'm going to go for a Rafael Leo goal as well. Right, okay. Mm. Three, I'm going to say 4 2 to AC Milan. Origi on the score sheet twice. <laughs> this is your dream. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Leo with a goal and Salamakas with a goal. And I couldn't care less for score Salatio. Right. Um, Jamie Bowden says, What is the greatest relegation escapes? In the Premier League. Was it Hull City? Hull, Hull have done it a couple of times. Was it Phil Brown and the touchline? That one? Yeah. He, um, <laughs> he sta- and he started singing to the crowd. Yeah. Um, one for Vintage West Brom 2005. One of the only teams to be bottom on Christmas Day and stay up. Wow. Mm, West Brom's a good one. Was um, it... Uh, someone did it last year as well. Was it South Leeds, man. Leeds. Leeds against Brentford. Rafinha, do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I like that one as well. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Leeds last season. I really enjoyed it. and West Brom 2005 is, is one of vintage as well. Everton, Frankie <laughs> Lamps. <laughs> Keen movie says, Kieran, who was your favorite conquistador? His is Hernan Cortez. Kieran, well, who's your favorite conquistador? Uh, might seem a bit basic, but uh, Christopher Columbus, also known as Christopher explain. Columbus, who founded the uh, Americas. Right. I, I think he's an excellent conquistador myself. Now, his trip, however, <laughs> was quite controversial. But we won't get into that. Um, because he discovered, he was the first man to discover America. He discovered the American islands and then he moved on to mainland America. And look where America is now. Um, you could say it's great. You could say it's a, a hellhole. It's a bit of a... Um, what would you say? A banana republic at the moment. <laughs> uh, what, wherever you look, what, whatever uh, view you have of America, I think it's an excellent place to visit. I wouldn't live there, but I think um, Christopher Columbus for me. Was Vasco da Gama a con- conquistador? Conquistador, Colonel, was he? He could have been. Vasco da Gama. Um, I've looked up on Google here, Vasco da Gama, conquistador, and it's all come up in like Spanish and Portuguese, and I don't understand any of it. So um, I'm not going to say Christopher Columbus because why would I say that? Yeah, no, I don't know Hernan Cortez. He was a good one as well, I suppose. Magellan, shout out to Magellan. He was a good one. Um, <laughs> there's other ones as well, but I'm well, not I mean, actually. naturally enough, there's other ones. You said that as if like it was an it was an unknown thing. I'm not educated enough <laughs> to know that. That's the reality. <laughs> Well, you want to out me, and that's how to out me. I'm not educated enough for all this show. Kieran, you just went, uh, yeah, now there's there's other ones, of course. <laughs> As if it was like an unknown thing, like you fucking hell. Um, last question, thankfully. For- <laughs> how many questions was there this week? <laughs> so many. It felt like a I lot. Mean, we, we like the questions, though. Thanks very much for shouting in. Um, Ulton with the show here says, name, underrated ballers. That don't usually make the underrated list. Jeffrey Schlupp for me. What? Good show. <laughs> That's out of the box. Mm. Tim um, Ream. Man, Tim Ream is so underrated. <laughs> Ream's a paper bear. Huh? 
Reams of paper. Tim Reams a baller man. I'm not having a, I'm not having a bad word said about him. I think Willian man. Willian for Fulham has been great this season. Yeah, Willian has been excellent mm. this year. I think from a Liverpool point of view, I love Kanate. I think Kanate is very much underrated. He's underrated by France as well. Nicholas Bentner. He was he was brutal as well. <laughs> um, Jefferson Lerma, and I'm not saying it because he got two goals this weekend. I'm a big fan of Lerma. I'm a, I'm a generally a fan of Jack Harrison at Leeds. Um, Brighton, I suppose Brighton have a, t- a team of underrated players. Sanchez. Sanchez. Good. The good keeper. Oh right, okay. Yeah. I was so I was like, what are you talking about? I think he's a great keeper, man. Um I think the Rizzler before he went to the World Cup was very underrated. And Alexis McAllister. And now he's like fairly rated. Um He was a niche baller. He was once upon a time. I think for Brentford I would say Damsgaard doesn't get enough praise. I don't think I don't think he's played enough to be fair, but he's not played well. Um I like Damsgaard. I thought for Denmark he was great. Um that one time. Ah no, he had a good Euros man. But that's that what I'm about. I don't think he had a good career. Vissa is very underrated for Brentford. Vissa, yeah. Um Alton's Alton's a big fan of Bundesliga football, so I think it'd be a shame if we didn't name a Bundesliga baller, Kieran. Have you got an underrated Bundesliga baller? An under oh um Moting. Chuba Moting, no, he's definitely not underrated. Emery Chan. Emery Chan, yeah, I suppose that's a show. Him Capier from, from Leverkusen, he's quite underrated, I think. Marco Royce. Marco Royce, Jeremy Fringpong from Leverkusen as well. Nice Abbey. Lever- yeah, man, he's a baller. He's mm. very good. Um, Atalanta, I think Paslich is very underrated. Coop Miners for Atalanta. AC Milan have a few. Salamakers. Could be here all day, man, naming these ballers. Couldn't we really, to be fair? Yeah, I mean, if I didn't have anywhere else to be, like, bed right now, Adam. Yeah. Um, going but, back in time Kieran quick one Premiership years I'm going Morton Camps Pedersen <laughs> that's it with the box mm. what about your man who played for uh, <laughs> Inter Milan who scored that absolute scream or what was his oh, name oh Stankovic Stankovic Goran Pandev <laughs> another underrated baller can be awesome can be awesome man remember, he, remember him for Leicester mm. so good Jesus, um, that's a throwback, isn't it? That is a throwback, man. I love questions like that. I could, I could genuinely be here all day going. Do you remember this fella, Martin Skirtle? What a guy. <laughs> You'd forget Cambiasso played for Leicester. Fucking hell. Yeah, man. Yeah, he was very good for Leicester as well. Oh. Uh, Christian Chivu of Inter Milan. Romanian international. Utaka, John Utaka. Obafemi Martins. Obafemi Martins, yeah. Who else, man? Bojan. Brian McBride played for Fulham. Do you remember him? Brian McBride. Mm. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, Brian Ruiz. Huh? Brian Ruiz. I thought he said Brian Riz. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, was that? Um, yeah, I suppose they'd be my underrated bowlers. Leandro Trossard. Yeah. Reese Nelson. Canu of uh, Portsmouth. Yeah, oh, he was a ballman. Unbelievable. Mm. But Kieran, that's where we will leave the episode this week. A very enjoyable episode. The prelude to the Milan special. Episode 27. The Divock Origi. Um, boy God. I'm, there's another on the red ball. Divock Origi. I miss him so much man. Yeah you wouldn't know. What do you mean you wouldn't know? <laughs> the way you go on about him. I love Divock The way you go on about missing him Adam. Um, Great footballer. I, yeah. Stay tuned for the Milan special. It's gonna Stay be tuned. A, it's going to be Tropic. Our greatest I would say travel episode yeah. Yeah. It's coming up. Yeah. Absolutely, and we'll leave it there, so. We'll leave it there, so.